Hello, hello, hello. How you doing, everybody? This is episode number 25. That's right. We up in the 20s. We almost getting there. You know, Chris, uh, we are very we're close to our one year anniversary, man. We're one year close. Yes, we are, bro. It's it's, it's a well, I'll I'll say this. We're we're a quarter of a century in now, which is awesome. We are like a quarter of a century of episodes, bro. Uh I, I'm like, hey man, we, we made it this far, dog. I, I really hope we can do 25 more, really 75 more for real, and get to 100. Uh, which that, that should be special. Hopefully, we can uh, add some guests to that when that day comes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what, man? Like, it, it's a blessing that the fact that we got to this point. You know, um, you know, a lot of, I guess there's a lot of podcasts. You know, like that they don't they don't make it to the 20s. You know, they may stop at the five or six. You yeah. Know? But um, but I'm glad that we we are we are rolling and man, we're gonna make it to 100. Watch, we're gonna make it to 100. Oh yeah, we, we are, man. And we're gonna be like, hey man, remember what you said, episode 25, man? If we make it to 100, I'm like, yeah, look at this now, right? <laughs> but um, uh, but anyway, bro. Uh, but as everybody, uh, you know, people that do know, uh, this is Mo, joined by my man Chris Mack over ATL. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, welcome. Any time, any first time listeners, welcome. Uh, hope you enjoy the show. Um, hope if you listen to the previous shows, if you haven't, whatever, it's fine. Cool. Sit back and enjoy the ride, man. But, you know, we got a lot of stuff we want to cover today. Uh, should I say tonight? Uh, and, you know, let's just jump right into it, man. Um, big thing NBA. Um, playoffs are near, but before we go and talk about the playoffs, um, I want to give a big shout out to Mr. LeBron James. LeBron James, yeah, man, has get reached Carl Malone number the fuck two. out of here, bro. That's right, that's right. Get him defected him out of there, bro. Uh, uh, he had to do it against. He had to do a lot of shit against my Wizards. Of this, course, um, the last week, uh, dropping a fifty piece <laughs> on him uh, to uh, a couple of weeks prior, and then going and breaking, you know, you know. Going over Carl Malone in the second game, but luckily we got a win out of that. But uh, yeah, man, he he's been on the tear. Like it, it, it's it's just phenomenal uh, what he's been doing, even in a shitty season that the Lakers are having right now. Uh, for him to continue <laughs> steadfast and yeah. piling up the points and the boards and the assists and, and doing it in such a marvelous way that he just wills, um. The team to win from time to time, it, like it, it really is amazing. Um, unfortunately, I really don't know how much he has left in the tank to go through sixteen or more so eighteen wins in the postseason. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry, you know. it's, not, it's just not going to happen. I'm, don't get me wrong. Like, if there's anybody that can do it, it's LeBron James. Um, but I'm just looking at it from a realistic standpoint. Uh, the way that team is, I mean, I, it's I just yeah, can't see it, the way man. it's constructed. I mean, a shout out to DJ Augustine though. He's been, uh, you know, I mean, he he does this to a lot of um playoff contended teams. Uh, he he is kind of a revelation <laughs> whenever he he's able to get the green light and put the ball in the hoop. Uh, he's a really good hand to have, you know, as a backup point guard. So I, I will say that was a great pickup for them, mm-hmm. but. DJ Augustine isn't enough. Um, Russell Westbrook has been fine the last few games, but again, he, he he's just been miserable the entire um, year. Yeah, uh, he's just not playing to the level that 
you know, that they wanted, brought him in for. Um, and, and of course, I, I feel like, you know, because of that, you know, this is dropping quality of play. And, you know, he he is getting shitted on by not only just the media, you know, social media, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, and the like. It, it, it probably did get to him a lot. So, you know, it, it is just been a, it's just been a down year. Um, but they're going to make the most of it, or at least LeBron is for sure. Um, just, yeah. just try to get as many points as possible so he can get past Green next year. Man, I believe he can do it, man. I believe he could pass Kareem. I think now, like, because it's crazy. At 37, he's leading the league in scoring. But I think now he realizes, or maybe he he's, like, focusing, like, you know what? I've accomplished almost every possible thing that I can. Um, at least that's what he wants to, uh, you know, that he wants to accomplish. Um, and you know what? What better way to put a bow on the career than, than being the NBA all-time leading scorer. Like that's, that's a, that's, it, it just, it's hard to fathom somebody else other than Kareem being number one, you know, Carmelo whatever at number two, like it, I always felt weird that Carmelo was number two. Cause I don't know. Like I just never, I guess at, when I was younger, I never really focused or paid attention to yeah. how he was scoring, but you know, Me either all our members just as rebounds and dunks. Uh, exactly, you know, and it, it's kind of remarkable that that he was able to get to number two. Um, but you know, you see, a person like LeBron, and you know, it's funny. You know, so many years, uh, the big thing about LeBron was that the knock is that he wasn't a scorer. You know, he wasn't a scorer. Scorer. He wasn't obviously a Kobe. He wasn't. He wasn't a pure scorer or anything like that. Um, and you know, the fact that he's able to get to number two, um, I, I find it remarkable, man, remarkable. Uh, And, and I just want to say, um, for the people that are still shitting on this dude, uh, it's the Skip Baylesses of the world. I hope y'all don't see the pearly gates for this stuff. Excuse me for that, but y'all ain't seen the pearly gates for that. (laughs) Um, cause it's just like, it's some hater Asian shit, man. Like I hate, I, I hate when people hate on greatness. I hate it. Yeah, man. It's like, why? Why would you do that? But but we're not going to get into Even that. I we're give Tom Brady props, too. You know? Like. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, but it's, it's man, it's just remarkable, and it's great to see. And it's always going to be one of those situations, we've said it many times before, that they're going to miss you when you're gone. When you're gone, they're going to miss you. And... Um, I think people would need to just stop taking it for granted that LeBron is there. I, it, you know, he's still playing at the level that he's playing in and just got to appreciate it. Appreciate the greatness. Um, I know next season I need to catch him at a game. I need to see a game. Uh, uh, man, it's so hard, man, especially here in Atlanta, man. It's difficult to acquire Laker tickets, you know, especially because they, they play Matt and Days here. In Atlanta, like they, they, the Lakers specifically come to play matinees, and it is just hard to just coop a ticket, you know, yeah. uh, for a reasonable price. Yeah, like it was, it was hard. We get um Grizzly tickets last week, and Trey didn't even play, Jaw did though, but it was like 125 in like the 200 section. So if it was like that with Jaw Morant, uh, MVP candidate, 
yeah. <laughs> you know, in, in a strong Grizzly team that are at the top of the West or second to the top. Mm-hmm. I already know that, like, especially LeBron, as the years go by and, you know, his career is coming to a close, uh, it's just going to be hard. It's going to be hard to get those tickets, man. Because, you know, because that retirement year of Kobe Bryant, man, I remember like, like it was enough yesterday when the tickets for the Wizards game before his retirement announcement came. They were pretty high, but they were standard. They were solid. Same with the Hawks. The moment he announced his retirement, those tickets <laughs> skyrocketed. And neither me and my dad were able to get anything. So we oh. were able to see him. So I know it's going to be the same way with LeBron James as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's just real. 30, what, 38? Unbelievable. Like what he's doing. He's uh a- at his age, he's about to he's about to win the scoring t- title, and I, I, like that 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 that's history making in itself. Um, it it would have be great if he had a good team around him, and he'd probably get a title at this age. But uh, who who knows? It, 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 I mean, his window might be closed on that as far as winning championships go. But mm-hmm. making history, I don't think that's going to stop. Make history as much as you can. That's what I. If I'm in LeBron James' shoes. Make as much history as you possibly can. You done got the championships, the MVPs, and all that stuff. Hey, just keep on doing historic stuff. Um, but to get away from 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 LeBron, um, you know, uh, as we know, and you had mentioned the Wizards, um, you know, I, I know for you yeah, guys, we suck. yeah, 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 we 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 know where you guys are at, and and I'm pretty sure you just want to just finish whatever is left of the season um Mm -hmm. just finish whatever strong whatever that may be for y'all under y'all standards um uh our our standards now is um placing better than the new york knicks i mean that that's that's all that's all we can do i hope y'all guys do though (laughs) i mean it's there's no other option because (laughs) other than that you know we're the only two teams there are like we have a gap between the rest of the East, they're below us. It is just the two of us. And then after that is the playing spots, which we are five games from. So that's not, yeah. we're not getting close. No, no, no. It's not going to happen. Um, but I will say, though, for my Bulls, however, um, it has been a disaster <laughs> the past couple of weeks. Yeah. It has been a disaster. Yeah, yes, it has. Even though it, we have gotten slowly healthier, um, we just, it's almost feels like. Yeah, like we're sliding, we're man. we are sliding, we are barely above water. However, if there is a bright side to the, everything, is that we are, I think, only maybe I don't know, my God, five games. Yeah, we're five games behind. I mean, uh, yeah, even about five game games behind us. Yeah, yeah and you're two and a half games from the play in. Yeah, so yeah, uh, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's dicey, man. Uh, um, and and make matters worse, Lonzo, <laughs> Lonzo might not be coming back at all this season. Uh, from what we've been hearing, um, Ugh. which is not, it just does not bode well, especially if these standings hold up going into the playoffs. And the first encounter y'all have to meet is the Boston Celtics, which is which it's it's yeah. I mean, it, it seems like right. I can't even say, well, there's a collision course with Boston because of the fact that we, you can't, like I said, you can't go on a losing streak. I know tonight we lost to Milwaukee. Um, in our last 10, we're three and seven in our last 10. Not good at all. Um, if I could give a quick rundown, 
Miami, they're first. We knew they was going to finish first. Last 10, 6-4. Milwaukee, like I said, they won tonight. They're two games behind. 8-2 and two in the last 10. Philadelphia, 2.5 behind. 6-4 and four in the last 10. Boston, 2.5 behind. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10. You know, and, and even for us, below us with Cleveland, they're, you know, they're, only, like I said, one game behind us. And they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. And, I mean, really. They've also been sliding too, so. Yeah, so. Really, below Boston, everybody's pretty much, well, I can't even say that because all four of the playing teams have, you know, they, they've been above 500 in their last 10. Toronto, yeah. we beat, it's we been, beat it's Toronto been last night, you know, and they're two games behind us. They're six, six and four in their last 10. Brooklyn, we know Brooklyn. We all know about Brooklyn. We don't, yeah. we don't need to spend any energy on that. But they're six and four in their last 10. Charlotte. Seven and three, and the Hawks six and four in the last ten. So, and, and and of course, there's a sizable gap in the playing games. But but what I'm saying is that you know it, it's stuff is starting to separate itself. And mm-hmm. unless for 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 my Bulls, unless we just start to unless we wake up and we just start to gain some type of going a little winning streak, like maybe win three four in a row. You know, maybe feel better coming into the playoffs. But if we're going to go on this slide, I don't want to go into honestly. I don't want to do a six seed and, and face Philadelphia. I don't want that. Um, I definitely don't want Milwaukee, go to, right? And, and I don't want to go into uh, a play-in game. So it would behoove Chicago to just wait, wait the fuck up. <laughs> and, yeah. And, try, and, try to try to stay hold at that fifth seed, man, for dear right, life. Right, because right. there's just no, there's not much else you could do. No, not at all, man. And we just gotta just keep staying afloat and, and just staying 500. If we could stay, you know, at a 500 pace between now and um, the end of the season, we're going to be fine. I, I, but I just need to see some consistent winning with cons- consistency. Uh, we. It's like things are kind of thrown off. Um, you know, it's almost like we're kind of back to being in a gelling state. And right now is not the time to go back into a gelling state. Honestly, I, it, it's it's that yeah. time of the year where you got to pretty much have an idea. You got to be pretty solid right now and, and ride that momentum into the playoffs. But as we always know with playoffs, you never know what happens. You know, it's we know it's a seven-game series. It's not like with the NCAA tournament. Uh, where it's just only one game and you have one bad game and that's it, you know. Um, but it, it's it, it's just we just got to get some type of continuity and some consistency there. And then once we establish that, I think um, we're, we're, we'll be fine in the end, man. It's just um, just got to see it through. We just got to see it through um, and see how everything shakes out in the next couple of weeks. You know, that's all we can do, man. But um, since I did mention NCAA, um, Man, what a what a what a weekend! What a first, you know, first four days. How's your bracket looking, man? Oh uh, well, I did multiple brackets. Um, I did, you know, I did like three of them for my job since they have like a little bragging rights, little tournament in there. Um, there oh, is sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not nothing, you know, nothing crazy or anything like that. But um, uh, two of my brackets are not good. The best one that I have right now, I got eighty-seven percent right. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's okay. Cause I got Houston winning, uh, the winning it all. 
national championship. So mm, okay. uh, yeah, I felt like they were underseeded. Um, but uh, we we gonna see how that turns out with this coming weekend. Um, I mean, the the, well, the, the matchups for the Sweet Sixteen they they look pretty uh fantastic. Um, if I, yeah, if I yeah, so man, I'm happy. My Carolina Tar Heels. I'm glad yeah, they. Yeah, we, we, was we, a, got a, we got a blue blood matchup, which is uh which is good, man. For the um uh, good for the um good for the NCAA with um UNC and UCLA. Yeah, yeah, Michigan UCLA. and Villanova too. You know, Michigan is still in it, man. Yeah. yeah, man. Um. I will say though, I had a heart attack about the, with, with Baylor that game, man. Like that game, the officiating in that game was just, oh my gosh, atrocious. And I mean, that, I, I believe that's been across the board for um, this entire tournament. Um, uh, I saw yeah. the highlights from the Illinois game, um, well, uh, when they played and against um, Houston, yeah, mm-hmm. and um. Well, you know, and when, I, when that kid hit the dunk, right, and he hung to the rim just for a little bit, just to catch his landed, and the ref gave him a tech. And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> well, this, this 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 is ridiculous, man!" Like, you know, he wasn't even showboat; he was holding on to the rim so he could, like, you know, prepare his fall. Yeah. And the referees are just doing going to business for themselves as usual and teching these kids up. It's like the kids can't have fun. They can't, man. But you know, it, it, it's yeah. The, the officiating is always going to be questionable with with these things, man. But it's um, but it's all good though. I think the biggest surprise is uh, St. Peter's. You know, that's that's the biggest surprise of the whole tournament. Yeah, right man. They make um, a nice little run here. Yeah, they are. And shout out to Rasheen Davis. Uh, he is assistant coach at St. Peter's. Um, he used to be an assistant coach at VCU. Um, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, back, um, well, he he left to go to St. Peter's. I think a couple of years ago, um, and uh, I actually saw VCU's their home opener this season was against St. Peter's, um, and I was lucky enough to go to that game. Um, shout out to my father for his connects uh, for that. And, uh, man, like they were, and I sat behind the St. Peter's bench because like the tickets, the ticket that I got was, you know, from Rasheen Davis himself. So, um, so of course I was behind their bench and let me tell you, man, like their coach, their coach, like he's, he, he's hard on, he was, he was digging into the man, that game. I remember what I went to, um, and I, VCU won that game, but. You know, they were tough and competitive against VCU. And I remember Coach Rose for VCU, he had, um, before the season started, um, as far as like the non-conference schedule, you know, his main thing was, you know, getting these guys battle-tested and facing very good quality teams. And lo and behold, you know, St. Peter's, they were, they played them, they played them good uh, against VCU. They were in that game for a good while. Um, So I wasn't necessarily shocked that they played well um, against Kentucky that first round game. But I, I didn't think that they were going to, I mean, I wasn't shocked, but I mean, I just didn't think they was actually going to beat Kentucky. Um, I mean, but, I mean who, but, who, no, I know who, who, who doesn't who beat really Kentucky does, right. now? Yeah. You know, who doesn't beat Kentucky at this point? Yeah, I know, yeah. man. They, they, they fried like their chicken, but um, it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> they, they yeah it's it's Kentucky man I don't know what else to say about that but um 
but I'm glad that they made it um, now to the Sweet 16 uh, against Purdue. Going to be interested how that turns out. Um, I think the other big surprise, uh, Iowa State and Miami, 10-11, 10-11 game. Um, Miami, uh, got, yeah. Miami got some six-year seniors on there. <laughs> wow. Were they redshirted well, or something, or did they just transfer it out? I think it was a combination of redshirt and then COVID. Oh, okay. So, so something decided to stay. Yeah, right, right. So, yeah. So, I mean, Miami, even though, like, they were a 10 seed, like, they got, you know, they got older guys on there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I always wondered that, too, like, how that was going to work itself out when uh, all the pandemic stuff got all cleared yeah. out. You know, but ah, ah, I don't see the, they. I don't see them beating. Um, well, you know what? They can beat Iowa State, but then after it's, that, I don't know. It's very possible that it can. If not, it doesn't really matter because some of those six-year seniors, they're probably going to turn out to be really good professionals uh, in the league yeah. <laughs> because they're grown men already, right? Yeah. And um, really, I, I, some of the some of these Florida schools has been producing some strong players, you know, that are doing well, you know, in the NBA right now. So. You know, uh, it's going to be a win-win for them, you know, but I'm pretty sure, you know, a lot of the Kings fans will want to see their team go into the Final Four. Right. You know, but I think, the, like I said, the games, the Sweet 16 games and then the Elite 8 games, um, you know, happening, um, you know, this weekend is going to be – they're going to be good games. They're going to be good games, sure. I don't know if Michigan is going to beat Villanova, but – I'm I'm intrigued. Hey, Juwan Howard. I I mean I know Michigan was it was a controver- controversial uh, pick to be in the tournament itself, but um, apparently that's what always happens. I mean, look at VCU. What happened? You know, years. You know, a decade and plus ago. You know, so you know anything can happen in in yeah. these CAA tournaments for sure, man. Anything can happen. Anything. And you know where else anything can happen? The NFL. Ah. <laughs> uh. Anything can happen there, and sometimes it shall. Um, yeah, man. Uh, the quarterback carousel continues. Oh, uh, how is uh, how are they feeling down there in, in, in ATL, man, with Matt Ryan being traded? Um, well, I'll say this: there's there's some fans that are, you know, there, there are some fans that are heartbroken. Yeah, that uh, that you know, this this is it's officially the end of the 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 era, probably the Falcons' best. <laughs> Best ish era, as they know it, um, with Matt Ryan being traded away to Indianapolis. But um, there's others that are saying good riddance. <laughs> like they, right. they, it's hopeless for them overall. Um, because it looks like they're they're setting their minds into a full fledged rebuild. Uh, they, it was a forty million dollar cap hit when um they traded away Ryan. So I don't, I'm unsure they even have money. To bring in someone of uh, the caliber of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo or even Baker Mayfield, who is actually he is he is stranded now. <laughs> uh, it's looking very bleak is for an him. Understatement. <laughs> yeah, he uh, like he he might be buried deep beneath the earth, and you know, unless he's getting rescued from somewhere. And uh, so far, every other team has found their quarterback, man, <laughs> which is incredible. Uh, except for uh. Except for Atlanta, but I'm again. I think Atlanta's just going for the full rebuild here. So yeah, it's, and they were so you know, and then also they were so certain about getting Deshaun Watson too. You know, like oh <laughs> man, I mean they're better off getting Cam. You know, I'm like I'd rather just get Cam Newton, man. 
you know, it let him play out. I don't know what could be his last years or or so in the league because you know he doesn't have much to give. But I mean, it'll be nice to see him back home, right? And you know, having having some good moments here and there, and at least giving the Falcons fans something to watch <laughs> from a weekly basis, right? Yeah, man, I just man, I'm just mad. I'm just mad at the fact that um. That they did, they did, they did my man Matt Ryan like that. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Matt Ryan is not my nah, man. Uh, nah, not man. He, I mean, he's he's nah. going to do well. Um, in, in Indy, I mean, they they, he's they, be they have a solid team. He's going to be fine. And then and it, it's the quarter. It's the kind of quarterback that they need. They yeah. need someone that was proven, uh, a tried and true veteran. Um, he's, he's been there. He has playoff experience. He's won games. He's lost a hell of a lot more. But you know he's he's someone that could you know do well if he has the right players around him and you know what for Indy I, I think they should be good I mean because they they were actually building something really decent last season and now they they have something that they can really try to take them to the next level um, or at least a level closer to that of the Kansas City Chiefs and and the Buffalo Bills of the world. Yeah, man, listen. I don't know if I can't remember if we spoke about it on the last episode, but man, that 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 AFC West, they're scary, man. Oh God, that's right. a scary division, and that, man. And that that's that's something else, man. Um, that, that's really crazy. Is Derek Carr still with the Raiders? He is, man. <laughs> that's what I'm it, saying. Oh, it, it is it is something. It's crazy because a part of me feels like you know Carr should like. They should be trying to move on from Carr too. Like, what what more can he give to that team now that Russell Wilson is in Denver? You got Herbert who is growing in with the Chargers, and of course there is Pat Mahomes right. doing his thing in Kansas City. I'm like, you, you would think that the Raiders would would try to move on for a new quarterback to try to at least compete. And I, I mean, Carr would probably be suitable for the Falcons. He will be not. He'll be a good quarterback to have. Um, but I, like again, like the the Baker Mayfield sweepstakes is like bone dry, and it, it, you know, it, it, there's there's not that many teams like if they're going to stick with Carr, then I don't know where else Baker Mayfield could go. Uh, I, I I don't even have, I can't think of anyone. Any takers? I mean, I, y'all y'all settle with your guys, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess we do. I mean, we we signed Tyrod Taylor. I mean, it was whatever. I mean, Tyrod. I, I'm. I'm. I, 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 I have all the love for Tyrod Taylor. Uh, I mean, you me know, too, so, man. But it, and, I yeah. think so, and I think it's just all out of the love because now we turn into the Buffalo Bills. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo Bills light. Now we got the same colors, but <laughs> not the same amount of. Uh, Recent recent success, you know. Since now we got the, their head coach and shit, um, and we got their their GM. You might, ha- you might have to bring uh, to Ko Spikes out of retirement. Oh, see what you can man, do. Man, listen, uh, I don't. I I just got to see what happens during the season, man. I, I I don't I don't know what to tell people. I think every year I try to come into the NFL season optimistic about my team. I they turn around and they make me look like a complete jackass and you know what i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna make any bold predictions or anything like that and there's no way i can do it at this point of the year right now but it's just um yeah man it's just it's it's a lot of 
just a lot to be um, seen, I guess. And we're just going to have to see how everything turns out. But yeah, it's, this is, um, we just don't, it's like, you just don't know. You don't know who, who else is next, you know? Um, but I think for now that the quarterback carousel may be a little bit on the, I think it may be like a little bit on the back end of stuff now. Um, at least so I think, I don't know. What the hell I know? I'm not, a, you know, I'm not no. an insider. I'm just, I'm just a lonely, per- only person that's that just do podcasting. So yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> we just we just shooting the shit here. Um, that's, just that's see, seeing how we feeling. You know, that's, yeah, man. But God, gotta see it through. I mean, you could always be worse. You could always be Washington. You can always be Washington. You can always be who else? Uh, who else is a historically uh, bad the Jets? Team? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, listen. I will say this about the Jets: mm-hmm. they, they look like they got something together. I guess. Uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, the Jaguars. How about that? There we go. The Jaguars. Man, poor, poor, poor sunshine. <laughs> you know, I really wanted the best for that kid. You know, because he looks, he has to look of a star. Uh, but he, he's just, he's in the wrong organization, man. Like, I hope he can find a way out very soon. Um, because he's not going to succeed in Jacksonville. No, no. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville is a wasteland. <laughs> it's a wasteland, man. Uh, uh, good luck to, good luck, good luck, good luck, Trevor Lawrence. Good luck with you in your second season. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's NFL season, man. Um, it's going to be a doozy when it starts up later on this year. That's for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, to get out of the, the, the NFL stuff, man, um, I, I do want to say one thing before we dive into um, a lot of WrestleMania stuff. Um, uh, I do want to make it be known that uh, as of this recording, uh, in a couple of days, it will be my birthday. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I, I got to say, one of the... the the best accomplishments that I have done in the past, well, you know, whatever, I, you know, it'll be 365 days has been this podcast. And this has been, it, it's, 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 I know we earlier, we talked about, you know, we're approaching that one year milestone, but man, I, 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 I couldn't, I got to say, I couldn't be happier that, that this is happening. I couldn't be happier that, you know, that, that, that you're doing, that we're doing this. You know, this is always this has always been kind of like our our, our our started off as a little pet project, and now it's become our like our baby now. Um, and and uh, this is this has been great, man. So I, I I wanted to get it out the way before we dive too much, and I forget. But uh, but man, this is this I I thank you a lot for this too, man. I thank I, you, bro. I, uh, yeah, for yeah. for um, I think I think the listeners, man, were uh, sticking with us. Shout out uh, for this case. for this um through through this year. Yes, and through the past uh, twenty-five episodes here, um, really, this was just something that me and Mo wanted to do from the like the very onset. Like after like days and days of like meetups and talking to each other at Epic Fest and get-togethers and be like, this is this is something we have to do. And now now we finally get to do this. We're getting to shoot the shit. I get I get to talk to a good friend of mine from back home. And you know, still have a, I have a, I have a, have a sense of that, you know, and and being able to at least, you know, grow our audience and be able to 
in- increase our reach and our brand and mm-hmm. be able to um ex- you know expand and, and, and be able to you know bring more people in and and grow our show and and make something big you know bigger than what it is already and that, that's what i'm hoping that we could do here with uh with no words smart and you know again 25 episodes down you're definitely going to try to go for 75 more and yeah, beyond man. yeah and, and listen you know and, and do t- and that stuff is going to happen in due time like i mean that there is only one i look at it that there is only one direction and that is upwards you know so yes sir um and the fact, like you said, twenty five episodes, and, and and again, um, much much love and, and and blessings to the people that have, um, listened over, uh, these twenty five episodes. Um, whether it is that whether you just only listen to one episode, um, or if you happen, you know, there are people out there that may have listened to <laughs> all twenty five. Um, I, I don't know. I'm hoping that there are a couple of people that have, or you know, and best believe you know as as we go on and go further um the quality is only going to get better um and 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 we don't we haven't forgotten about you know we we, there's some stuff that we want to do and we do want to get more people involved in this and have guests and we're going to we're going to get all that stuff situated and worked out and i also i would be it would be a huge mistake for me to not give a solid shout out to the Family Podcast Network, man. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Ty, you know, those those guys. Um, yeah, it, 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 it really appreciate the fact that um, that they even, you know, and I know we said this when we first announced that we had joined them. But uh, uh, the fact that they they recognize what we're doing here. And they they believe in it, and they see something good coming out of this. Um, whether it's in the present or in the future, um, it is a giant blessing for sure. And I couldn't be happier with the direction that everything is going on with this man. And I, you know what, I look forward to most. I look forward to that first traveling episode. Like I'm still waiting, man. There's gonna be that. There's gonna be that time where we both gonna be. Go some event. We're gonna be at some event, whether it be a WWE event or or, or NBA, whatever it is. Like we're gonna be there, and we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a traveling episode. Like I have oh, ideas yeah. just in my mind, but but eventually we're gonna we're gonna get to that point, man. We're gonna get to it, <laughs> one way or another. Yeah, I like it's always been in, like always been a dream of mine to do something like a live podcast. Like, oh yeah, in man. Front of uh, front of our front of our listeners, and they can do Q and A's and shit. And ramble, and we have guests on there and whatnot, and just have a grand old time. That 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 is definitely the goal. Wherever it will be, wherever it may come, you know, that's something that I definitely would love to do. Yeah, yeah, man. In due time, in due time. But now that I got that sentimental stuff <laughs> out the way, um, and like I said, um, WrestleMania. Well, we're a couple of weeks away, um. And wow, wow, wow. It's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. And so um, given being that this is going to be the, the last episode that we record before WrestleMania uh, uh, happens, I think our next episode is going to be a couple of days after WrestleMania or whatever. So yeah, it's perfect. It's the biggest week 
<laughs> biggest week in wrestling. Uh, not you know, I'm like, because a whole lot is going to be going down in whole and, in wrestling as a whole, not just one organization. Wrestling yeah, as a whole. It, it, yeah, and that that's that's the thing that you know people don't seem to realize. Like everything flocks towards WrestleMania weekend. That's it. You know, you know, the the industry moves when it moves. And this is it. I, I, that's something that I missed so much from the last couple of years because you know, with the pandemic, it kind of fucked everything up. But now we're back in it, and and we're going to get we're going to see some crazy shit. We're going to see some wild shit. We're going to get some wild stories out of um next weekend, and um, and it should be fun. We're going to get some fun shows in the process too. And I'm going to be very exhausted once the weekend's through. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's going to be a long. It's going to be a long week, but. Um, as we know firsthand, man, how that stuff is, you know, being at a city where WrestleMania is being held at and, the, and the, how that whole weekend is, man, like you said, like it, it, it is, it can be exhausting, could be draining, um, you know, depending on where you're at, you know, if you're in a good city, you know, like I said, I, I, I'll say this again, we were so blessed the fact that we was able to be uh, at WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans because New oh, Orleans, yeah. New Orleans is is just a, it's number one, it's a beautiful city, um, but how everything, how easily accessible everything was in that yeah. area, you know, um, it, it especially like in Bourbon, dude. Yeah, it, it it helped out a lot, man, and so I, I'll always I'll always have memories of that. But like I said, we're WrestleMania season in, so uh, about a month ago. Um, we had put out the word that um, that I was going to do something that was very daunting, a daunting task that was, I guess I kind of put upon myself, but I thought about the idea just like out, out, out of nowhere. I was like, you know what, you know, what? let me let's start do our own, uh, you know, top five. Like, let me, I'm a, I'm a look at every WrestleMania main event starting from the first one to the last one last year. Um, and I'm gonna make up my own rankings. I'm actually gonna watch these matches, and even the ones that were terrible, um, I I sat through and watched it. And at the same time, I didn't do it for all of them, but there was a good sizable portion that I actually watched the whole show. Um, yeah, th- don't listen. I have a lot of time on my hands. No, I am not a loser. I'm I'm, I'm not a boring person. I have a life, um, but you know. It's just something that I, I I personally wanted to do, especially for for the show. Um, so watched all thirty. Well, it was, it was more than well because there was some main. There was some. There yeah. was some events that they build as a main event. Um, but you know, I I kind of look at the criteria, and you had said this too to me. Like you know, I guess the main focus is going to be on what match ends the show. You know, despite what they yeah. they tell you, what a main event happened, and the main event may have happened like two matches before the last match of the night. Essentially, the last match of the night is that's the go home match. So that's what I based my criteria um, and my list on. And I will say that I am very happy with my list. You, I, I told you, gave you a sneak peek of what it is. Um, you saw, you saw it and you was like, man, that is a great fucking list. So without further ado, I, yeah, man. I will be giving the, the first time and only time, uh, <laughs> no worst barred podcast 
top five WrestleMania main events. And this is where you're going to start off. We're going to start off with, and I'm going to do it in chronological order as far as where the event happened, not where they are on the list. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So mission number one, Rock Austin, WrestleMania, uh, Rock Austin 2, WrestleMania 17, over yes. in Houston, which is arguably the best WrestleMania ever. Arguably. Arguably for a time. You know, it, it, it Argu- probably changed right. over the last few years, I'm, but it's definitely still top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's still up there. I mean, but it's one of the best ones, for sure. It's one of the best ones for sure. So, um, so yeah. So that is number one uh, on the list. And I'll and I'll give a little bit of a comment um, about each one after I go through it. Number two, WrestleMania twenty. That's right, people. I'm going to include the forbidden door of mentioning Chris Benoit's name. As we, as anybody that has known about that match, in maybe WWE, they may try to wipe, they try to like you know use white out over it. But no, the triple threat match for the world heavyweight title, WrestleMania 20, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and Chris Benoit. I personally was there at that. That was my first WrestleMania ever, mm. um, over at Madison Square Garden, and it was the longest motherfucking WrestleMania I ever been to. Um, it, at least that's what it felt like. Like, I mean, yeah, that, that, that thing, shit did felt long watching it too. It was ridiculous. It was, it was fun. It was, don't get me wrong. It was fun. Um, but like I said, that match, um, there, and there's a little, and, and obviously people that, that if you've seen the match and the ending with Eddie Guerrero comes out and embraces Chris Benoit confetti running down. I actually still, I got a lot of pictures. I actually still got the confetti wrap. My mother did this. She had put the confetti from Shawn Michaels' entrance or something. No, no, it wasn't from that. It was from like the first, like the beginning of the event after the boys choir of Harlem had sung America the Beautiful. And it was like these streamers that popped out from o- overhead uh, from uh, the roof of Madison Square Garden. My mother collected them. She put them in a plastic bag. She wrote like on a, on a Ziploc bag, wrote on there WrestleMania 20. Like, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> one day I'm going to have a story. I'm gonna, I want to mention the stories about that event. Uh, number three, WrestleMania 23, which is, I feel is a very underrated main event match. Uh, Cena versus HBK. We, it was supposed to originally be Cena versus Triple H, but then Triple H got an injury. It was supposed to be a rematch of the previous main event. Yes. And a lot of people often remember Cena and HBK's, uh, raw match, which was phenomenal and great in itself. Um, but this match, I watched this man and. I it was great, it was great. I, I loved it, man. And I, this was one of those matches that when I first saw it, I really didn't think much of it. I didn't really think it was that good. But now that I'm older and I understand a lot more, you know, matches, and I kind of have like a different approach um, to watching these matches. I that was an underrated one. Um, so that's in my top five. Um, number four. We both know this one very well. WrestleMania 30. And guess what happened? It's another triple threat main event match for a title. Um, and this one mm-hmm. was Randy Orton, Batista, Daniel Bryan, who that whole weekend, Daniel Bryan was just unfucking touchable. All right? Untouchable. And it was a great main event, too. It had Triple H involved and Stephanie involved, yeah. too. You know, um, so that, that was awesome. Um, and the final one, the final one in the top five list. We're going to go with recent. We're going to go with last year. We're going to go with 
Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. We're going we gonna to go with that as a number five. So there you go. There's the top five list right there. Um, it's a good list, man. I, I really I really do like it. Uh, uh, I think it's a solid list. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. It's a solid list. Uh, what, uh, as far as your omissions go, what, what, what do you give, like, the honorable omissions, like, for your, your second five? Do you, oh, do you have a list? Um, I don't have a second. Mo- top of your head? I don't have a second five, but I do have some honorable mentions, though. Uh, I will say the WrestleMania 31 main event, which was originally going to be Brock and Roman, and then Seth got Seth Rollins yeah. got involved. Um, yeah. That was a, a a nice favorite of mine. Um, uh, I gotta try to think here. Try to think. Um, you know, I I like that. I tend to think about historical purposes in a lot, of, and I try to like, I, I I when I was trying to you know figure out the criteria, I was also trying to look at like historical purposes of it. Um, okay. Of the main event, okay. and if we want to go into the historical purposes of it, I mean, it's. A lot of those historical matches, really, they wasn't really all that good. As time goes on, they really wasn't all that mm. great. Um, I know you mentioned – I know the one thing you kind of loathe uh, when I first mentioned it weeks ago, uh, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, Iron Man Man, yeah. WrestleMania 12. No. Um, no. I know you. I know how you feel about that match. Um, it's one of those matches that, uh, that a lot of people do still hold regard as one of the top, top uh, main event matches. Um, uh, WrestleMania history. Uh, I'm trying to think what is another good one. I, you know what? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what was another good one? Uh, um, I got Kurt Angle and um, Brock Lesnar. WrestleMania yeah, 19. Yeah, yeah. Lesnar and Angle. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad at all. Brock almost breaking his neck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and if you really want to think about it, WrestleMania 15 and the first Rock in Austin title match was. It, it was pure attitude era match because it was a cluster. Yeah, it, it was kind of buns, man. Yeah, it was buns, <laughs> but it was a cl- it was a clusterfuck. But yeah. it was enter- it was entertaining. Oh, I forgot, and I kind of alluded to it. Um, even the Cena Triple H match at WrestleMania twenty two. Yeah, that match was good. That, it, it was, right, right. I that was. It, 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 unfortunately, it was like the worst of uh, Triple H uh, physically. <laughs> uh, yeah, at that time against Cena. I'm 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 really glad. I was also what what the fireman stash Triple H two. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was, <laughs> it was a rough time. Um, yeah. But he was it still still worked a great match. I'm glad he got himself in shape after that shit. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, oh, and then what was another one that that I could mention that was an honor of mention? Uh, Undertaker and Edge. Yeah, Undertaker uh, and Edge. That was uh, WrestleMania 24, right? Right. Yep. Yeah, that was that was really good. Of course, um, Taker HBK WrestleMania twenty six also. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was all was fantastic. As far as main events are concerned, like you know the last match of the show. Yeah. But um, well, as far as like greatest WrestleMania matches, you know oh, that's, that's a different that's, different gotta, category altogether. You have for that type of stuff, you have to do like a like a NCAA tournament, like a bracket. You got to do a bracket for that because there's just no. How do you you got? How do you even quantify? Like, how do you even do that? You know, like how do you even determine what is the greatest WrestleMania match ever? I that's that's to me that's an unfathomable thought. Like the trying to process that because there's just so many damn matches. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of great matches when you know you put in a construct of a 
WrestleMania matches on the card as opposed to just the main event itself. It's a lot of great ones. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like da- damn. Um, I, I would say, um, you know, obviously Taker and Shawn Michaels, uh, <laughs> WrestleMania 25. And Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13. Uh, you know what? It's like that the top is, two. That, yeah. Bar <laughs> nine. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, you know, that's even amazing when you really think about it. Like the greatest matches, the ones that you can watch so many years later, and it still captivates your attention. Um, you know, like every time you watch it, like you mentioned, um, you know, Bret and, and, and uh, Austin at WrestleMania 13. Like that's just one of those matches, man. Like it's, if you talk talking about how I mentioned historical significance, you know, like man, that was a uh, come on, I, that that was yeah, a, that that essentially you know gave birth to Austin year. being that dude. Yeah, yeah, nineteen ninety seven man was given how the how the company was like in dire straits money wise. Um, the fact that it was a very entertaining and memorable year in 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 wrestling and in in general just from just for 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 the WWF and how it so much jump started into you know then to the attitude area and really the wrestling boom um as we all know it was going to you know know now um it, it's 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 wild when you really think about it though like I, there's just no way there's just no way nobody could have predicted how um a, a match like Austin and and Brett how that ignited so much of some fire stuff that went on that that year um all around i mean if you think about it in 1997 and i don't i don't mean to to veer off from the WrestleMania talk but i just want to say 1997 if you really think about it all the stuff that happened that year you have the, the rise of stone cold then you have like i said uh, undertaker he gets you know that like another title uh, you've got the, you still have the Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart feud still going over. It's still hot as ever. It was still hot as ever. And then obviously the Montreal screw drop. Then you have the, then you have Kane debut, you know, and, and, and then also the rise of the rock. Um, and, and, and the rise of the generation X as well. Yeah. yeah happening yeah. at that time. Yeah. And then Rick rude, you know, pulling off the master magician plan. Uh, <laughs> but, um, um, but yeah, it's. I'm trying to think what other big thing. I mean, man, mankind. You know, three face, three faces of Foley. You know, that was the first time we actually saw all three of his personas. Um, you know, be out there, Stone Cold, stunning McMahon for the first time. Um, yeah, you know, like it, it, I yeah. mean, you could go. Yeah, on, this makes you want to. This makes you want to play uh, WWE 13 again. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, 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 man. Um, it, it, there was a lot. It was, and then, and then Austin breaking his neck. Unfortunately, I hate to say that, but that was a significant part too. You know, you know, Owen doing that to him at at SummerSlam. Um, it, first Hell in a Cell match. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happened in '97. But um, but yeah, but uh, like I said, those are the those were the top five. Uh, the other uh, omissions. Um. One match that was built as a main event. I one of my favorite matches that was built as a main event that wasn't considered a main event because it wasn't the last match, even though it should have been. Ric Flair and Randy Savage at WrestleMania eight. I will say this: mm, that match, yeah. it, it it was very good match. It was oh, very good. Incredible build too. It, that's exactly, 
the build was just was awesome and it was i'm trying to think of a great word to describe it but uh it, it was it was highly entertaining it, it you know both i mean rick flair being rick flair and then macho man i mean when you have those two personalities those characters and those guys how they their, their wrestling styles it just was one of those things it was just it was a combustible <laughs> uh, thing there. Uh, and then, like I said, the build up to it and then what Flair did at the end of the match, which I realized that Miss Elizabeth, like that was the greatest way to piss Randy Savage off was to kiss Miss Elizabeth or do something to her. Like that was always the, no matter what happened, that was the straw that broke the camel's back for Macho Man and went, Crazy ballistic. Yeah, man, you can't, you can't be kissing up on this woman. No, 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 of course not. But make him go. Yeah, he, of course he make it be raging out, man. He was he was already a high, like very intense. High intensity. To with yes. It. So uh, <laughs> to add that in there, but uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's that match is one of my favorites. That was nice to build as a main event, um, which really wasn't. Um, I kind of wish a, a, ma- a match that I wish was a main event. I, Man, how great it would have been if of um, Kofi winning the title, man, if that would have closed out WrestleMania. What, what was that, 36? 35? Uh, yeah. 30, I think it was 30. 30. No, no, 35. 35? It was WrestleMania 35, yeah. Okay, yes. yeah, 35. So, man, I wish that match would have ended WrestleMania 35. I really do. You know, it's, it's that 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 would have been perfect. But, but, but yeah, but to um, – but the transition now into this year's WrestleMania, right? Um, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I think majority of the matches that we know are pretty much established, except for any match that Seth Rollins is in. But you know that could that could all change in a dashing second. So um, yes, you know who knows. But um, but yeah, we uh, you know it, it's we, we're right there. Um, it, it looks like this Kevin Owens Stone Cold thing is really. Um, not going to just be a segment. I think it's going to really turn into an actual match for Austin. Yeah. No, um, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm scared because the expectation is too high, or I'm just actually scared of Stone Cold and like, like. <laughs> I know they say he's like in like he's been getting in ring shape and he looks amazing, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm still a little bit leery, man. Neck injuries, oh, man. Yeah, man. You know, that's. Oof, uh, that that's something you don't play, man. Um, you know we got uh, we got the Miz and it was which which Paul which brother Logan Paul Logan Paul Logan, okay Logan oh, yes gosh. the the athletic one yeah the athletic one can't stand his ass though um I guess that's the point of his own that's you know he's just playing it up to his character uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, against uh, Rey Mysterio and, and, and Dominic, um, which I don't know how that's going to turn out, man. I, I I have no idea. I mean, it, it's, I a, it's like a match on the card, be, man. It is. It, it is. I, I don't know if there's going to be any type of swerve. I don't know. I guess internally, like I'm expecting somebody to turn on somebody out of um, Rey Mysterio and his son. Like, I feel like there's is bound for some type of attention that's going to wind up building. And I don't know, maybe them losing this match is over a, a misunderstanding um, of something happening. And one person causes uh, the other to be, to lose the match. And 
and and that starts off uh you know something new uh <laughs> uh let's see what 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 other match we got there we also got we got the winner take all match i mean that's i mean really that that's out uh, the whole yeah, week the main uh, event of night two right there right yeah yeah i mean but that's that's the money maker right there mm-hmm. um uh, which has which i have roman winning um that's I I just can't see Brock winning that that match and no nah I just can't see it um uh Becky Becky Lynch and Bianca which has turned which the build up to this match has been it's been pretty damn good yeah b- damn both good. both women's matches just uh, actually turned yeah. for the better um, yeah, yeah, as far yeah. as the builds go uh yeah it, it it had to add, add some extra spice to it because um you know it was just Becky just talking in circles of Bianca for her to um, start getting more of a mean streak and being more, you know, illuminating her promos and, and more uh, uh, sinister and, and, and paranoid and wanted to keep the title. It just adds a little bit more flair. <laughs> I was about to say flair. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it adds a little more spice to it. And, 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 but also with um, Charlotte and Rhonda, like for them to start, Spiking up the violence to their um feud, uh, it does create more intrigue to their match. Um, but at this point, uh, I, I'm unsure if either match really was um you know beneficial of um closing the show um and closing night one for the for the matter. Yeah, uh, hence why we, we're going to get you know Stone Cold, uh, yeah. and and KO um you know doing the closing ceremonies uh. Uh, as far as you know, Seth Rollins is concerned, um, yeah. I'm I'm intrigued to see where where that's going to be placed at uh, with his position because um, you know we as as what we all know already, Cody Rose is back with WWE. Um, he uh, he has uh, signed he signed he's been signed with them <laughs> since he's left AEW and and now he's uh he he more than likely will be. You know he's going to be Seth Rollins' opponent. Um, I don't know whether it's going to be like an open challenge or, or whether he's going to you know appear on, on the Raw before Mania, which, which as it stands, it looks like he will. Um, and they, they'll have their match there. But um, I hope it's not a pre-show match. They it, it won't. It, it won't. <laughs> the fuck? It, I, no, 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 no. The reason why I say that is because you know the fact that it was added. They had a match last second of that. I, I know, like I, they they wouldn't dare do it, but they, they so, add matches last second every time for for WrestleMania. They do, but I just I I just hope that it gets the attention it deserves. But then again, Seth Rollins is not It's Seth Rollins story, so yeah, he yeah, will, it will. Yeah, that's what I said. Like he's not play he's a big not part. A, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's I I you know what I regardless of when Cody shows up. Man, I'm just gonna be looking at my Twitter timeline. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that probably uh, the only only uh, only time I actually turn on to the timeline. Yeah, uh, is for the reactions um, uh. when 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 Cody does show up on WWE television again. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to him hearing him on a live mic, which I expect will be on the Raw after Mania. Yeah, but that that in itself is going to be a. Uh, Gonna be some uh entertaining television, especially if you go back and watch his final promo in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um 
I, I, knowing what we know now, uh, it's it the promo makes a lot more sense than it did beforehand. And, and he was uh he really was talking that talk. <laughs> he was, he was, he was, man. I mean, that's one thing about Cody though. Like, I don't think you can. I don't recall where. I, well, maybe at the beginning of you know when he first debuted over in WWE, but um, but if we're talking about like as recent years, like Cody, he has a gift of gab. He has a gift of gab, which, you know, I guess in a sense, you really shouldn't be surprised given who his father was. But, um, but yeah, he's the dude can talk. The dude can talk. So I, a feud with him, him and, and Seth Rollins, like, I think it's, I think it's the right, Seth is the right person. If you want to bring somebody like Seth is the right person to do that with. So I'm, I am perfectly fine. And, and, and happy with that. Um, I'm trying to think what other matches. I'm uh, I, I'm I'm cheating here. I'm looking at the list because I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, uh, Usos versus Shinsei and, and Rick <laughs> Rick Boggs. Rick Boogs. 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 Yes. Oh Lord. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if Pat McAfee is. I guess he's going to be commentating that match because anytime that Shinsuke yeah comes, like <laughs> yeah and back he he's going to be competing on um, night two yeah yeah I think Austin that tag match is going to be a night one yeah I think it'll be interesting to see how the commentary is from um, for that match there between um Pat and um and Austin I wonder if there's going to be like a special guest commentator there put Vince McMahon on the commentary team damn it I I don't know if he still has it in him to do something like that, but that would be cool. I'm just saying, right? Like, you know, and that was another thing when I was watching those old WrestleManias. That was another thing that I love too, <laughs> Vince. <laughs> like, it's still crazy to think that. First of all, it's crazy to think that Vince actually commentated WrestleManias. Um, and and you know, Vince's commentating style has always been mocked and made fun of and, and stuff. Uh, what a maneuver! But uh, <laughs> you know, but but. There's a part of me that 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 misses it, man. I miss I, I miss a little bit of it, not a lot, but I miss a little bit of it. But and then also, and, and not and we'll get back to this, man. Do you realize how long uh, Michael Cole has been around? Like, yeah, but he's been around forever. <laughs> he has been forever is a understatement. Like, dude, man, we we seen him in every era too. Right. We've seen him with regular hair. We've seen him with the frosted tips. Yep. <laughs> we've, seen, <laughs> we've seen him with the soul patch beard. We see, you know, we, we saw all the errors of Michael Cole where, you know, where he was from the pestle neck geek to the annoying heel. And now he's just like one, one of the best commentators in, in professional wrestling, a, a consummate professional. He's been, you know, he's pretty much just trying laying the groundwork of um getting everyone around. And, yeah, and, and yeah. giving them the opportunities. He's their guy. Yeah. I know? mean, for, for all the for all the love, and, and this is not to take away from these guys, because I know they're in a they're in they're in a space of by themselves with commentary. But you know, for all you think about all the the the, the matches and main events of WrestleMania and stuff that you know, like JR and, and Jerry Lawler have called, right? I I, I think and so many people hold them in such high regard within the commentary at echelon, right? Yeah. I, I I feel like it's 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 at that time where people really need to think of Michael Cole up in that level too. 
And I know it, some people make them like, oh, no, no, because he's not oh, – he couldn't – he's nowhere near JR's level or, or that stuff. But I'm like, if you really think about it, man, like you think about all the WrestleMania main events that he has done that he has called. And there's a lot of great moments in WrestleMania history that he has been the voice of. I'm just saying, as much as JR has been, and you know, mm-hmm. been the voice of a lot of them. And even if if you want to go back to even like the, the like the, the first few WrestleManias with Gorilla Monsoon, um, you know, uh, I mean, Michael Cole is up there. He's up there. Uh, it, it's I don't think is is a debate, but I I don't know if people really hold him of that in that regard. And I don't know if people will ever really hold him in that regard because. He's Michael Cole, and he's people will always compare him to a Jr. And like, well, he's not Jr. I'm like, no shit. Like, Jr. is Jr. by himself. Yeah, Jr. Jr. Man, but Cole is like he he is he he is a, a great talent in his own right. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it takes a lot to carry Taz for almost five years on the SmackDown. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and and be able to uh, and do that, and then go to Raw, and you know, and practically, you know, you know, super, you know, succeed Jim Ross uh, as the head, you know, yeah. announcer, mm-hmm. and do a pretty good, do a really good job, and, and stay with the company for almost thirty years himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know. Much flowers, kudos, mega flowers to Michael Cole, man. There we go. For yep. All that he does. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But um, but yeah, back to the matches. Um, uh, let's see, match I have not. Ah, uh, you know, fatal four way tag match, women's champ tag championship. Uh all signs. Something tells me that Queen Selena and you know Carmella is going to wind up keeping the title. As much as I, I would be will, surprised either. I would but, be, as much as I would love Sasha and Naomi to win. I mean, come on, I mean, uh, come on. It's the it's the yams meeting the mac and cheese and Thanksgiving. But yeah. um, <laughs> you know, but I, I they better not get. I, no disrespect to her, but they better not give it another title to Natalia. She does not need another title. She does she not. She doesn't need, need another match. Well, that's who. <laughs> but here she is, man. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Poor Shayna Blazer, uh, <laughs> Blazer, um, and. And Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, like they're not gonna, no, that they're they're not gonna win. I wouldn't give it to them. They're, they're a fun team, though. They are. I, I enjoy Rhea and Liv. They they should keep they should stick keep them around a little uh, more. Even though it's, it's you know it's time for them to uh, get the gears rolling with Rhea. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm thinking, man? What if like and and I've said we've said this before. Like I feel like this year is a year that Liv Morgan probably like Money in the Bank that she becomes a women's you know champion. Um, or oh, she wins money in the bank and then she cashes in and then she becomes a women's champion this year. That's my prediction for this year, by the way. Um, and who knows? Maybe Rhea Ripley is like her first like major like maybe post you know whoever she gets the title from feud. Um, which I would find out entertaining, you know, given how their how, how their uh, wrestling styles are. Uh, but uh, but yeah, now nah, we'll give that to Queen Selena and Carmella. Uh, Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. I mean, that's a anything goes match. That's a comedy match. Uh, you know, I don't Johnny Knoxville. Uh, whatever. You know, it's nice, but he's no bad bunny. Uh, <laughs> crazy me even saying that. Uh, RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Oh, I think they. I think we are. I don't know. I think the Street Profits may win. I don't know. I think they will. 
I think they give I think they give him give him the title, bro. I mean, they should. I hope. Um, I I hope they need to uh, just 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 pull the trigger and turn him heel. Because oh, it, man, yeah. imagine that, right? Well, okay. They 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 because you know they they've been showing some more edge to their characters lately. Um, but you know, it, also they you know they've been around for a while on the main roster, and they did kind of hit a like a a steel patch. Yeah. Um, but I know they have high hopes for Montez Ford. Yeah, and I yep. feel like they could get a whole lot more out of him as a heel, but they should just keep them, stick them together as a team, yeah. and have them heal it up, and have yeah. them get get another tag title reign in the process. Right, right, right. You got to build like, got to build Montez. Up. Like, obviously, he's a centerpiece. He's the main focus of that team. Um, and, and you know, hey, you know, give him the titles. Like you said, make them heal. I'm, I am not against that. And let them, you know, run amok for a while. And then, you know, whatever next babyface team that everybody's behind, they'll defeat them. And then Montez will get pissed at Angelo Dawkins. And then Montez like, fuck it. I'm about to do this by my damn self. And then, ah, <laughs> we, then, we, then we're really cooking with fire there. Um, uh, I think last match uh, we have yet to discuss uh, Edge and AJ Styles. I'm intrigued. I'm, yeah, that that's definitely going to be one of the, the best matches of the weekend, for sure. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Like, AJ definitely. continues to show that he still has it in the tank uh, when he's on, and, you know, he's getting into these modes. And, and well, Edge himself, bro, um, he's been – He's been on another. He's been on an all-time tear, an all-time <laughs> run, <laughs> right? Uh, since returning uh, full time, and man, this new character that he has, like he, like it just shows like he he is he is a Hall of Famer for a reason. That's <laughs> it, like That's the it. way that he continues to evolve his character and and do the things that he could do, and, and, and he able to change his theme song in the process too, right? And it's even just as good as the last one. <laughs> He can't miss, man. Edge can't miss. Really can't, can't miss. miss. I, it, it's, I, like th- this is this is going to be a winning formula for you know. This is this is a dream match. Like this is this is the new era dream match of um for WWE now with these two two stars. You know, it's um, funny. The caliber. It's crazy because crazy thinking of it that way now because yeah. you know back then you know it was like Shawn Michaels and Taker, Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle are you know. Uh, of something that ilk, you know, and that now as time goes on, you see like, you know, their best workers really are, you know, getting these big matches here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of those matches that I never really thought much about when AJ Styles, well, because I mean, no, when AJ came in, nobody could have thought that Edge was going to wrestle again anyway. But it's one of those things that you never really like. And, and all the times that I remember about fantasy booking, um, I, that's one match I just yeah. never really thought of, honestly. I, it, it's I, the, really, the, the last time I thought of a match like this was in 2007. There we go. That was it. <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm saying, man. Like it's not, it's not something that's on the forefront of your mind. Like, man, I, man, it would be nice to see AJ Styles and Edge wrestle, man. I wish we could have saw that, but it's like, you know, it just wasn't one of those things that you just thought about. But like you said, 2007. At that time, I. I'm with you on that one, man. They they both was on they both was on another level with that. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, those are all the those are all the matches. Who do you, who you got winning that match though? Uh, oh man, it's crazy because 
you know, I, I feel that with this match, like with this match, like this, this should be like a number one contender smash. This, you know, in its own right. And either one of these guys, you know, I, I, I will say that AJ should win because of that. But um, and he should be challenging, you know, the winner of the Roman Brock match going into Backlash. And I believe that I think that might be the direction. Okay. Um, it, you know, I'll I'll, I'll give it to AJ. I mean, you know, Edge has had his fair share of wins. Yeah. You know, he. I mean, he's won a whole lot. More than he's lost since he's returned, to be honest. And, yeah. You know, this is, I mean, and AJ, you know, AJ can always use a big victory, even at his stage of his career, where mm-hmm. he's pretty much done it all. And beating even, Edge would be like a good signal of him, like, you know, he's getting back into his run. You know, but it could go either way. I would not be upset with either decision because this match is going to be one of the show stealers of the weekend. I agree. And I also keep in mind that AJ Styles did just re-up his contract with WWE. So Yes, uh, he did. So it is not out of realm that he does win this match. And, you know, it does lead to something that with him being, you know, the first, you know, challenger really to what I'm going to say is to Roman Reigns. Um, and, and the last time those two guys hooked up was totally different circumstances. It's like, that was a... Let me say something about Roman Reigns, like it, and and this tear that he has been on in the past couple of years. It feels like, well, ever since he came back, yeah, yeah, since he um, returned, this guy could have matches that he had had with people before, and it feels completely f- different just because of the fact that what his character is now. Yeah, the dynamics change. It, it's it's amazing. <laughs> I. I love it, but it's it's just it's a wild thought that you think of like, like Roman can face AJ Styles. Shit, Roman can face. I mean, you look with, with Roman and um and Seth Rollins. Yeah, you know, you know like how many times have both, we seen- both of their characters have changed. Like a lot of like it's been it's it's just different dynamics now. Like I I want to see Roman and Orton now. That's what you know, because I was about it's to just say like, that too. Right, right. Because you know, because he's a different character, and you know, it, it, it bring in, bring in a different match too, you know, and it's just refreshing. Like even with the opponents he's faced before coming up, like it's going to feel refreshing now because of the type of um, type of star that he is, and, and the work that he's put in. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, I really, you know, I really do would like like to see Styles and um, Roman someday. Uh, especially if it's for the title, you know, because right. there's not that many challengers that I could see, you know, taking the title off Roman outside of Brock um, or Drew. And AJ would be the one to do it. It's wholly believable that he could pull it off. Uh-huh. Now, well, I, will, I want to ask you this. I want to see what, what you think. As we all know, the, the, the Raw after WrestleMania, that's like, you know, uh, that, <laughs> we all know how that is. Like that's like the zone was kind of like technically WrestleMania night three. Um, and now in this case, uh, the way it's set up, uh, do you see any new like debuts? Any people that 
has slipped through the cracks of the news as far as that may have left other um you know wrestling organizations that like free agents that could possibly just wind up showing or maybe we're expecting i know you you talked about nxt call-ups like mm-hmm. you know, um, do you, what what surprise do you think there's going to be like a major surprise debut on the night after wrestlemania I don't know. Um, outside of like potential call-ups, I, I can't think of them like uh, signing another, you know, because there's not that many free agents. Right. right. So I can't see them bringing in someone else outside of Cody Rhodes. Um, you know, to come in for us for me, we get other than just calling up, you know, the talent that need to be called up now yeah. from NXT, especially a lot of the women. So, uh, like, uh, Io Shirai, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Dakota Kai. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Uh, L.A. Knight, you know, Tommaso Ciampa, who's already been on Raw. Yeah. So, it, technically, he's already on the main roster. Um, but, yeah, th- those are the ones that, I, I, you know, I could see getting called up. I might see – we could see some returns. Oh. Uh, okay, well, what return do you sure. think? What, if you – Oscar and Bailey. Ah. Well, Bailey, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, Oscar and Bailey. Yes. Um, you know, we we could get some returns, but um, yeah, okay. But that's like new signings. No, no new signings. But NXT call ups and returns are going to be probably the priority. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I could deal uh, with that. What's going forward? I I could definitely deal with that. Um, because I know Bailey was at the Nets game last night, and she looked in pretty great condition. So. Uh, and I think she had posted on her mm-hmm. Instagram like a little snippet of, I guess, I don't know if it's going to be her new, like, I don't even think, do they even call it a Titantron video now? <laughs> uh, you know, her entrance video, I think there's a new one she's going to wind up debut because it looked like it was like behind the scenes footage of that. So, so yeah, so you're right about that. They, those, those two. Um, I'm still saying Lacey Evans, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I, man. yeah, I know that uh, prediction from Rumble, Rumble fell flat, but uh, I mean, speaking of returns, right? You know, that's shit, man. Where, where's Elias, man? Ah, man yeah, like, yeah, he, he was gonna have a new gimmick and everything, and they, and they just shelved him, jeez, <laughs> man. But you know, I forgot before before we head out though, from, uh, from the show. Uh, speaking of debuts, uh, as we saw, they called up Pete Dune. What did they change his name to now? Butch. Butch. He will now go by Butch now. Um, oh, and for apparently, uh, I think it's uh, due to the uh, not only just you know because name changes happen in general, but uh, uh, Petey Williams. Uh, he's uh, he's um, he's um, a producer now on the main hey, roster. I saw, and, yeah. And uh, and, and Fish McMahon, um, he likes to call him by Pete. So <laughs> and, you know he doesn't really like to you know mistaken anyone by you know having the same name. So I don't know if that played a factor into it as well. But yeah, uh, it, it 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 was time for it it, it was going to happen. It was expected to happen that you know he was going to get repackaged in some oh. way. And, um, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's I thought it came to my mind. I mean, and, and be it, it, you know, and, and with the with the with the bruising, brawling gimmick that he has, you know, Pete Pete's not really going to rock it, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. So so Butch, you know, something got to get used to, but hey, you know, I, I I really like the direction they're going with Tom with him with um aligning with Sheamus and 
I'm reunited with Ridge Holland too. So there is still some continuity there. Um, hopefully we, we get to see him wrestle though. You know, I like to see him in the ring and, you know, and, and, and have some good matches, but, um, but yeah, um, hopefully that's all good. And also, um, while, while we're on it, uh, um, shout out to Big E. I was, um, that's the thought that came to my mind while you was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, of course, uh, I, I believe there's probably going to be a WrestleMania match with, uh, the new day reuniting, you know, at full strength, I guess, uh, the three fellas, but I guess that's going to be taken off the cards now. Um, as, as for those that don't know, um, Biggie uh, suffered a broken C1 and C6 vertebrae. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty much. He broke his neck um, following a, a botch belly to be- overhead belly belly suplex from Rich Holland yeah. on the floor. Landed directly on his head, spiking him. And, you know, he was motionless for a little bit, but he was able to move his limbs. But, man, the, just the way that um, he described um, the ordeal, like, you know, yeah. he, he could have been killed. Yeah, he could have been paralyzed. Yeah, like, it's it's wild. Or paralyzed. It, it was such a scary situation, but he managed to get through, man. And he doesn't have to require surgery. Um, but I just hope that he's able to recover at full strength. Um, take as much time as he needs. Yeah. But it's just it's just rough, you know, for for us uh for a group that has been really symbolic to the the rise of WWE to what we know of it today. Um, you know, the new day has been quite snake spitting with injuries lately. And, wow. you know, I don't know if we ever going to get really that full flesh reunion anytime soon. No, no, man. I just, but I'm just, I'm just happy that, you know, he's good to go. That's the most important thing. He's, um, he's very upbeat. He's still upbeat about everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We're wearing them weird ass, some um, rompers and shit, you know, so <laughs> it was the neck brace. So he's still, he's still in good spirit. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. happy for that. Yeah, man, it's just yeah. I, I I hope that his recovery is a healthy and safe recovery, man. Because that's just uh, that's that's a huge blow. That that really is a huge blow. You know, even to the to the to WrestleMania. You know, like you know, we we we've talked about it so many times about the importance and and how much of a big deal the new day is to the company, whether it's in product marketing or you know whatever um they like people people love them man people love them and biggie is a very funny ass person by himself um but then you put him with xavier and uh kofi uh they're they're just remarkable man they're just remarkable but um one last person that could be making a return i just thought about this um i guess bobby lashley should be back soon I guess who knows. Ah, uh, yeah, man. He he's really trying to beat this injury to make it to Mania, man. Yeah. That's the crazy thing, man. No one wants to get hurt. No. During no. Mania season, nobody no, wants to get hurt. They would be pushing and and drawing if if come hell or high water to just make it on the card. And and for him, I think uh, you know, I I kind of I, I personally saw this coming a while ago. Uh, a lot of guys in the, in the group chat really were shitting on me. <laughs> because I, I saw that you know that they were really building almost up for for Lashley to take down, um, and it might be a little too soon, yeah, uh, or it could have been worked differently. But I, I obviously, I guess due to the injury to Lashley, it it is um it uh, it had to change a lot of directions right now. Um, but maybe for the better, yeah, yeah. I mean, but um, 
but yeah, uh, it's go- it looks like um, Lashley's going to be making his return to, uh, to face almost, and he, uh, I guess, he's going to start his face run going forward. Hey man, hey, hey. we we going there. There is a lot to um, there. There is a lot to I guess guess think about and try to guess about um, you know what's what's going to happen um, during. Uh, WrestleMania weekend and then post WrestleMania week, um, or if you want, or is it WrestleMania week? I don't know. like the, this two night thing. Kind of just I, I'm gonna just say WrestleMania week, including all the the the, the Raw and SmackDown shows. Um, but I, I I I think we we pretty much touched on everything that we needed touched on. Um, uh, so uh, with that being said, uh, once again. Uh, thank you to everybody that, that has listened. Um, as always, do not forget to catch us on the Family Podcast Network. That is thefamilypn.com. Over there, you will be able to not only listen to us, but we have there's other wrestling shows. That we got shows that's music centered. We got centered. Um, we got shows about craft beer. Um, there is many different types. We got shows about politics and stuff like that and um there is a lot of there is a little mix of everything for what interests you on the family podcast network and i would implore people to um to go visit it give it a shot look at it um subscribe to their newsletter um you never know it's like i said it's not just only updates on there as far as new shows um they, they they do a lot of give they do giveaways they do a whole bunch of stuff on there um mm-hmm. so so just keep that in mind like i said uh wrestling love wrestling wrestling chat with friends megan uh you got cheats on there ty from what i heard he is taking he's a leave of absence from there to tend to other stuff shout out to ty for that we was on their mm-hmm. show to honor um scott hall uh last week um in case you want to check that out that is available too um like i said uh if if you're thinking about beer you know we got craft beer mafia you know so you know we got booze and grooves on there so uh we we got there's stuff for a lot of a lot of people on there so give it a check i mean check it out um as always you can follow us on twitter rappers actors for chris Mo be knowing for me, there's an underscore between the Mo and the B and the knowing. Just want to put that out there. We also got No Words Barred. We we got our own Twitter account. We got Instagram. Um, we got Facebook. I mean, we're we're all over the place. Um, and like I said, for 25, the silk the silver, the quarter anniversary, should I say? Um, we're just happy to still be here. And like I said, keep in mind. Um, enjoy uh, WrestleMania weekend. Enjoy basketball, college basketball games. Um, I'm gonna enjoy my birthday on Thursday, as it is from Thursday the 24th. Um, uh, I will be in New York attending uh my hockey team, my Islanders. Uh, All right, man. Uh, the, you know the new arena. I'll be going up there with my mother. My father was gonna go, but unfortunately, he was not able to do it. But Still is a mother-son trip. Um, those are our teams. And so um, making that happen. And, um, you know, I will definitely be drinking all weekend. I will be celebrating 
Enjoy that time. birthday, brother. Uh, Enjoy I, it, man. I definitely will, man. It's, I it's a milestone, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm five years to 40, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it is what it is, but I'm in the best shape of my life physically. Um, I, I'm, I'm in a great shape overall if I look at it from the big picture. So I am, I am truly blessed for everything. I'm truly blessed for another year to be uh, living and, and, and doing the stuff that I love to do, including this show. So, um, so yeah, um, until next time, uh, be safe. Um, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. No, I'm not going to do all that stuff. Uh, be safe, <laughs> be kind to one another, enjoy life yes. however you want to enjoy it. And we'll be back with y'all in a couple of weeks and, you know, to give all the WrestleMania analysis and all that other stuff. So, uh, yeah, be all right, people. We're going to be all right. We're going to get through this. Chris, I'm going to leave this send off to you, bro. Hey, man. I'm just happy to say that we're doing a great job here. And I want to say God bless every single one of y'all. Um, going to keep rolling. And like that, we are out. Peace.